The vehicle was his dog with the prosthetic wheels. <laughs> Just a heads up, these words and opinions are mine and my own, much like Gollum and the One Ring. We will attempt to keep most of this as spoiler-free as possible, but if you have any questions about the material in this episode, please don't hesitate to reach out to doublemoonletters at gmail.com. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to Letters from a Double Moon. My name is Nahima, and thank you for your presence here tonight. Well, you know the drill. How have you all been? It's been about two weeks and a couple of hours, but no one's really counting here. I haven't really been playing a game this past couple of weeks because I've been trying to hurriedly read um, and then do some work and publishing work and read and do a bit more things in between with friends and you know all the usual life stuff so there's not really much that i can talk about uh in terms of what i've been doing uh extracurricularly (laughs) extracurricularly that's a word extracurricular speaking um i have knitted though and for the first time in a long time um, and I made a shawlette, or at least I thought it was going to be, and then it ended up being a rough. No idea what happened, but I guess that's just something I'll figure out as I go along. The book that we're going to talk about today, without really further much ado and kerfuffle, um, the book that we're going to talk about is one that I've not read yet. Oh, sorry, one that I've not read before, one that I hadn't read yet, I guess, by the time I started to read it. And it's actually part of an oeuvre um, that I've not read any books from. Um, so I've not read any books by this author before. This is the very first book that I've ever read by him. And essentially, yeah, I've, this is the very first kind of taste of what this author is capable of. Um, it is interesting uh kind of getting to the stage where you've read and read and read and read and read and yet there's still so much more in the tbr pile is not funny and i keep adding to it of course by buying new books and, and going to the bookstores and just staring at the bookshelves and the um you know the recommended reads sometimes they have walls of recommended reads at bookshelf uh, sorry bookstores and essentially yeah The book that we're going to talk about today is going to be um, a fresh take on something that might not necessarily be too fresh because this book has been around since uh, 2021. Okay, I thought it was published a bit earlier than that, but that's okay. So the book that we're going to talk about today is Your Inner Hedgehog by Alexander McCall Smith. Let's hook the book for you, shall we? (laughs) 
So your inner hedgehog is essentially uh, quite satirical. So you can already tell by looking at the cover that this is the case because the title, Your Inner Hedgehog, kind of evokes like a bit of a chonky, round, you know, the chonky, round, spiky animal that's a bit low to the ground, doesn't do much with its day. So I think the fact that anyone that would really want to embody a hedgehog would kind of be a bit of a lazy layabout. Um, or even someone that's more of like, you know, that that's more interesting, interested in... Um, you know, like basic day-to-day, not necessarily anything too noble. Um, That's what I'll probably say about the hedgehog, is that he's not noble. Um, And also the author kind of touches on that as well. But another interesting thing about the cover um, is that it is a Professor Dr. von Eagelfeld Entertainment. Now, that kind of is telling as to what this is going to be. And then when you look at the the back where the blurb is, it kind of continues on with that by giving you the full name of the main character and his title. So essentially, it is Professor Dr. Dr. Moritz Maria von Igelfeld, who is the main character of this story. And he's also like a main character of a few other stories by the looks of things, because he's also in he also features in um a few other books like oh let's have a look at the titles i don't know them off the top of my head because i do not know much about this author's writing so he's also in the two and a half pillars of wisdom and unusual uses for olive oil um so what is so satirical and funny about this book and what is so satirical and funny about the characters well as someone who isn't kind of quite new to um, Alexander McCall Smith and his work is like I can kind of look at the work from a completely different perspective or angle than someone who's really in like buried in his stuff who's read all his books who has read every single thing that he's ever written um so I have a different perspective because I've come in at a completely, you know, I haven't even started at the beginning of even this series. I haven't even started at the beginning of the very first book that the author has written. So that may, kind of makes it a bit of an interesting kind of um, read in a way because essentially, um, yeah, the author is new. He's very new to me. So, when I picked up this book, I was not aware of what he's like, what his authorial voice is like, which is important sometimes, but sometimes if you just want a standalone um, read and you you just want to read something you haven't read before, um, then why not? Why not pick up a book at random and pick up a random part of a random series and just see if you like it? That's the joy of reading, is that you can just pick up a book, any kind of book, and read it. I mean, that's so, um, that's, that kind of probably really simplifies the act of reading, but it's essentially, it's, there's no judgment, there's no kind of feelings of, I don't know, prejudice or whatever from, for this sort of reading like for me anyway from my own perspective I don't care what you want to read I don't care if you enjoy it I don't care if you don't enjoy it that's the whole point of reading is that it's kind of like a big experiment 
with especially with new books it's an experiment to see if you if you like it uh, or not now did I like this book I know that's the kind of question that I should leave towards the end but um, I guess I can always tease it a bit now yes and no I think that's the answer that I'll give yes and no yes and I'll explore the yes and no and I'll explore the no um, I think with we'll start with a no. So the reason why I didn't particularly enjoy some aspects of this book was the fact that it was so out of the blue and so random. Um, I have no idea. I have not founded any kind of basis for any of these characters. I haven't even formed a sort of attachment to them in any way. And I like doing that when I read, which is why I probably should have started with the first book in this series, which I'm assuming would be this going by the, the order in the imprint page, the two and a half pillars of wisdom. I mean, it could also be unusual uses for olive oil, but we'll just go by the order in the imprint page. That makes it easy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the a li- touching a little bit on the no, was that I just came in completely out of the blue. Now, with the yes, um, essentially one thing that really stands out on the cover of my edition is that there's like a review from the Scotsman they're saying that um, you know this is just what we need Um, your inner hedgehog is just what we need in this world of and they call it cacophony of hyperbolic argument and mudslinging Um, so that really kind of gives you a basic idea that this book might be funny now I did appreciate the humor and I did appreciate the politics that went on in this story. It really reminded me of the jobs that I've done in the past and all the politics that kind of happens. Of course, I've never worked uh, at a university, or in this case, it's the University of Regensburg Institute of Romance Philology, which is where the story takes place. And it also um, looks really deeply into, I guess, psychology as well, you could say. I find that um, after having read *Your Inner Hedgehog*, that the author Alexander McCall Smith he really has a, t- a light touch and a really interesting, intriguing kind of way to look into humanity. So I guess there's always big authors. You know, there's probably quite a few: Terry Pratchett, Tolkien. Um, Arthur Conan Doyle, I don't know. I mean, like, there's just so many authors that have kind of come and gone through time who have had this really keen insight into humanity and who understand it inherently and understand how people tick. And that's what makes them so popular as well is because they can really see someone's um, kind of character and then transform that into something magnificent or into something hated. You never know. Like, some people might really hate books that kind of like in any kind of genre that just talk about the real depth of humanity I personally like uh, the philosophical edge that Alexander McCall Smith has to his books after the the one book that I've read by him let's okay let's backtrack a bit though and we'll talk about what this book is actually about so I probably should have done that a while ago but I just got caught up in my thoughts um, so essentially, 
Professor Dr. Dr. Moritz Maria von Egelfeld and his colleagues at the University of Regensburg Institute of Romance Philology um, think that they've always done a good job at what they've been doing in their respective roles. Like there's three um, full professors, one head librarian and one deputy librarian um, who's actually kind of new. Her name is Dr. Hilda Schreiber-Zeigler. Yeah, some of the names in here are extremely funny <laughs> sounding and I think that's the point. Um, but with um, all of these characters, they kind of seem to have come and gone in some of the other books as well. So there's a familiarity about them and a familiarity between them because you know that they've, and also an animosity as well, but you know that they've kind of interacted with each other in the past. Um, so what happens is that when Dr. Hilda Schreiber-Zeigler kind of starts to try to change things in the realm, the small little bubble at the university, things kind of start to heat up a bit. The full professors and the head librarian are all kind of conspiring against um, Dr. Schreiber-Zeigler um, because she wants to make them like the university more progressive, more inclusive, uh, and they want to stop her in the name of scholarship, wanting to keep things the way that they were. But of course, they're all like old white men, and she is a young, fresh young woman. Um, and of course, you kind of can see there what happens with this whole uh, debate on their ends and all the politics. So von Igelfeld's... Um, he goes to Oxford and then he brings back um, a fan. She's actually a big fan of his. She's a young American scholar called Dr. Schneeweiss. Um, and so she he brings her back to Germany through no fault of his own. It's only because she kind of forces him to ask her to come. Um, it's a bit funny in the circumstances that she is invited, but um, he invites her and she goes, yes, okay, please, I don't have anything on at the moment because Notre Dame, um, that university of repute, um, kind of tried to get, maybe not get rid of her, but they just let her go um, because she's quite progressive and effusive as the book describes her. Um, so Eaglefels and his colleagues, they're called Dr. 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 Prinzel, and there's also a Dr. Unterholzer. Um, they all kind of try to move against Dr. Schreiber-Zeigler and try to stop her kind of changing anything at all. Which, as you can see, kind of just is quite funny because, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, there's just something about, you know, people who want to keep an institution going as long as possible and then people who want to change it. There's always just something very funny and a bit schadenfreudery about these, this sort of circumstance. Um, but in any case, I'm not going to obviously tell you what happens in the end because that's something that you can have a look for yourself when you read, if you read, or should you want to read um, your inner hedgehog. But... Yeah, essentially, it's just a satirical poke at politics in a university 
in any kind of office is all very like relatable so you can chop and change the location and it's all going to be the same so that's kind of what it's about broadly speaking politics in the workforce what i found interesting about your inner hedgehog was there's just many different aspects to it that are interesting like the characters of when you come at it from a new perspective and you've never read them before so you don't know any of the characters and what they are about um kind of trying to decide if you like the characters or not is a bit trickier because you don't really know um yeah like what who they are so i did find i sided and rooted for the women so dr hilda schreiber zagler and i think her name is andrea dr andrea schneeweiss and kind of, I guess because they're more like me and I see them, you know, more like a young, young women, progressive young women in the workforce who just want to make things more inclusive. And I really support that. Um, there's just something though really jaded about Dr. Dr. Professor, sorry, Professor Dr. Dr. Moritz Maria Prinzel and then Professor Dr. Unterholzer. Yeah, they're just jaded and you can kind of poke even more fun at them in the way that they just, they're old, they're, they're faded, they're fat, they're, they're has-beens. And I think the author does a really good job to kind of capture that fatigue, you could say. Um, so that's one thing that I enjoyed. And secondly, it's the little things. So Alexander McCall Smith seems to have a great eye for detail and he has little instances here and there that kind of really um, bring to the light quirks about the characters. So one of my favourite bits in relation to that is the fact that Professor Dr. Unterholzer has a, a duckle, uh, as my dad calls them, or a dachshund. Um, he, they have a dash. He has a dachshund who has apparently, because of something that Professor Doctor Doctor von Igelfeld did, he only has one leg, and then he's got three wheels. Um, and so one thing that was absolutely screamworthy was when Professor Doctor Unterholzer gets pulled over by the cops, and then they arrest him. And charge him because they're saying you are driving a vehicle on the footpath. Their vehicle was his dog with the prosthetic wheels. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the professor just, he's ashamed. He's so ashamed uh, about his criminal record now. Oh, it's just so funny. Um, I think they do drop the charges eventually. Um, and I'm not too sure why they don't really, I don't think Alexander McCorthsmith needs to explain it, but it's just really funny that the police, the German police, that is, the Polizei, would have thought um, and classified a dog with wheels to be a vehicle. Like, that's just ridiculous. And it kind of, it demonstrates like a pomposity, um, if that's a word of pompousness. Um, and I think he kind of has... He carries that through the whole book. It's this authoritarian pompousness um, that most of the characters display, including the police, it would seem. Um, and my third kind of most favourite bit uh, would be there's a small moment um, where 
well, during the time when uh, von Igelfeld is in Oxford. So there's this bit where he goes and meets... Sorry, I have to look again. I think it's like a Dr. Mottle. Um, yeah, Dr. Mottle. So he meets a Dr. Mottle uh, at a, some kind of tea party in Oxford. And that's also coincidentally where he meets Dr. Schneeweiss. But Dr. Mottle randomly says to his secretary, like, oh, don't you ever feel like you want to run away um, to Costa Rica? And it's like a really offhanded comment. And then later on in the book, Alexander McCall Smith reveals that Dr. Mottle has gone missing along with his secretary and there's whispers that they've gone to Costa Rica. So I don't know, there was just something really random, like funny that there's this random throwaway comment that then actually becomes something. And it seems that maybe Dr. Mottle and his secretary were in love or they just wanted to randomly run away to Costa Rica. Um, You'll never know. I'll never know. We'll never know together. So... Yeah, it's just, there's a lot. This book is loaded, and it's loaded with intent. It's loaded with a lot of, oh, um, how do you phrase this? Like, it's loaded with a lot of, like, intent, yes, but also um, allegory, maybe um, kind of, like, messages about being different, or even just about the importance of inclusivity. It's just, yeah, it's an important kind of, message that you kind of take away from the book but it's also just very silly now i think you know what's going to happen next we are going to move into the space where i just take some time to give thanks to the author of this chosen episode or the chosen author of this episode and we can all kind of just take some time to reflect on even just an author that we've read recently that we've enjoyed um and kind of give thanks Let me begin. Dear Alexander, I believe this might be the first time we've met. I entered into your world without knowing you or what you've really written before. And I went in with an open mind and an open heart and found something profound, touching and funny. You've written so much, and written with such diversity throughout your life. It's mind-boggling. Yet time and time again, you apply a sensitive humour and gaze to your writing that makes it hard to describe or put into words. Thank you for all that you have written. It's amazing, and the recognition you've received is well-deserved. I hope for you that you continue to do what you do best and that you achieve all you want to achieve before your time comes to an end. So thank you. With an ever-loving heart, Nahima. We've come to the end of this episode now, and I just want to thank you all for coming with me on this journey through Your Inner Hedgehog by Alexander McCall-Smith. And the funny adventures of Professor Dr. Dr. von Igelfeld and his colleagues and and everyone else who comes along for the ride. Next time we'll be talking about a book that I have read a very long time ago, or maybe even just partially picked up and read. Um, But it features Sherlock Holmes and bees. So stay tuned for that one. Um, As you know, I love bees and all, all their little creeds. And I think it's important that we have more bee literature. So we will have that next time.
But if you enjoyed today's episode, send us an email at doublemoonletters at gmail.com or leave a rating. It would be greatly appreciated. That's me for this episode, listeners. I hope you enjoyed my contribution to the world of lit podcasting. Until we read again, stay safe out there, wherever you might find yourself. Moon, 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 moon.